A disappointing series loss for the Twins in Arizona to the Diamondbacks. 38-30, one game ahead in the American League Central. Things are getting tight, and now Cleveland comes to Target Field starting Tuesday. Let's break it all down on today's episode of Locked on Twins. You are Locked on Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Sunday, June 19th. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures out there in Twins territory or otherwise around the globe. I know we got people in Australia listening. We got people, in, of course, in Minnesota. We got people... All over the country, I'm in Palm Springs, California. I'm Nash Walker, and today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, this is Nash Walker. This is my fourth season writing about the Twins at TwinsDaily.com. This is my third season daily podcast covering the Minnesota Twins, and uh, they lost this series in Arizona. thought this was a possibility for the Twins. You go on the road. You go three and three, it's not bad, you know, against two teams that aren't good, but te- two teams that, you know, you expect to beat, um, two teams that are not awful. It's not like you're going on the road and, and playing Baltimore and going three and three if you were to play them in a six-game series. The Twins did split four. Even if you're on the road and you split, it's not the end of the world, but it wasn't good baseball in games one and three for the Twins. Their offense was silent, and then they showed up in a huge way in game two and scored 11 runs. Alex Kirloff looks really good. We'll talk about him today. And then we're going to get to the spreadsheet here shortly. The Twins are 38-30, and 30, and Cleveland is a game back in this division. The White Sox lost to Houston. They lost two out of three in Houston. Touched up Justin Verlander on Saturday, but they fell to 31-33. and 33. They're five games back of the Twins and four games back of Cleveland, Detroit, and Kansas City way back in the rear view. So let's get to the spreadsheet. If you're watching on YouTube, I mean, this is crazy. The season is chugging along. It's such a long season, but at the same time you look up and it's like, holy, we're already like, I'm already on the all-star break looking ahead on this part of the calendar and the spreadsheet. So this is up through the all-star break through the end of July. Uh, The twins right now, I made a spreadsheet before the season projecting them in every series. And at the end, it gets them to 90 wins. So right now they are a game ahead of my projection, meaning they've won one more game than I had them winning to this point. You'll notice I had them taking two out of three from Arizona. They dropped two out of three, so they lost one of those games. They were were up by two for a long time. They played on par. I'm not saying that I'm like Nastrodamus, but I've been called it before that I'm literally one game off in mid-June from where I had the Twins projected right now. I had the Twins at 37 and 31. And they are 38 and 30. So I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back for one second. Anyway, Cleveland, eight out of the next 11 against Cleveland, three at home, five in Cleveland. And then uh, Colorado slapped in the middle next weekend at Target Field. I have the Twins taking two out of three from Cleveland this week. They have Joe Ryan, they have Sonny Gray going in games one and two, Devin Smeltzer in game three. Cleveland is to be determined. We'll talk about this series as well today. To be determined Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. I believe is Tristan McKenzie and I can't remember who's Thursday and Thursday, Zach, please Zach. So 
To be determined, Mackenzie Plezak for Cleveland. And for the Twins, it is Joe Ryan, Sonny Gray, Devin Smeltzer. So the rotation flips back over. I have them taking two out of three from Cleveland. I also have them taking two out of three from Colorado. So four and two in the homestand, those six games. And then I have the Twins losing three out of five in Cleveland. So I have the Twins going, what is that? Two wins and two more wins there. Is that four and four? Four and four against Cleveland in the eight. Uh, to the end of the the end of the month there. So wow, a lot of drama in that splitting the eight, but it's the most likely scenario, right? They split eight. Uh, that's most likely, but it feels like one game in either direction is going to be important. And all of a sudden, like Cleveland's one game back, they're playing unbelievably well. This is why I love the season, man. Like these things happen. It's crazy. Cleveland a week ago, even I was looking and, and saying they they don't have a chance. And I'm not saying I think Cleveland is you know, very good team. They have a good pitching staff. They always do. They're getting it done. They're finding ways to win their offense. They're the youngest team in the league. Jose Ramirez is having a monster season as he usually does. Their offense is still lacking, but this is a team that at the deadline, if they do what they did in 2019, when they traded for Framio Reyes, if they trade for a big bat at the deadline and they have a very deep farm system, a deep and scary farm system, which is not good news for twins fans over there in Cleveland. If they trade for, a good you know, Trey Mancini, who we've talked about for the Twins, if they acquired like Mancini or Nelson Cruz or you know Josh Bell from Washington, it could get very interesting in the second half for their lineup because you match that up with a staff that I, I don't think the staff is great, but they have a lot of guys who can give you quality innings in Cal Quantrill, of course, and Shane Bieber, who's not the same, but still very good. Tristan McKenzie's been awesome. Please, Zach has his days. They have good pitching. You know, they they have good pitching and their bullpen is nasty. They got some dudes back there. Emmanuel Classe is one of the best relievers in baseball. So this is a this is a pretty good Cleveland team. I mean, I think I pegged them for right around 500. I'd probably stay there, but maybe their ceiling has risen a little bit for me because of their stretch and they just took two out of three from the Dodgers. So their ceiling has to rise a little bit. I don't think it's going to take much to win this division. And that's why it's interesting that they've gone on this run. I'm sure Guardians fans are feeling good. Only a game back of the Twins right now. They have to be feeling good. We're going to talk much more about this series, more about the Twins 3-3 three and three road trip, and then we'll look again at the spreadsheet up until the All-Star break because I think it's, it's fascinating to map out where I think the Twins could be after this word from Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? Athletic Greens is healthy. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day, and it's a delicious scoop. And when you put that scoop in your cup of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things right now, folks. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Back to this Cleveland series. It's a one game lead for the twins and it's still June. 
it's early, but you never want to see yourself fall to second place. And I think the danger the Twins are in, if they don't get more consistency out of their offense, hitting with runners in scoring position has been a problem with for them. Runners in scoring position, two outs. Been a problem for them. They're one of the worst offenses in the league in those spots. I'm sure it's better after Saturday, but still, coming into this Diamondback series, they weren't hitting with runners in scoring position. They had a couple bad innings in this series. Uh, the D-backs had a lot of home runs. They out-homered the Twins. Um, I'm sure of that. It's good. They got to be. They hit four today. I'm sure they out-homered the Twins, even though the Twins uh, pummeled on Saturday. I think only a couple from Jeffers and Sanchez. The, the Diamondbacks took it to them in some of these innings, and that's you know the, the pitching staff that's on the, the defense and the pitching staff and Smelter's outing Friday that's that's on them and today you know Caleb Theobar gives up a grand slam because he falls behind to Buddy Kennedy who just debuted I think a week ago it's cleaning up those innings and becoming more consistent offensively I mean I think I would prefer I would much prefer a team that you know scores 11 runs on Sunday I'd rather have a team that scores five on Friday and six on Saturday than a team that scores two on Friday. It's not It's not even up, but you see what I'm saying. I'd rather have those runs divided out, and that's not how the game works, but I think the Twins' offense can get more consistent. Uh, not every offense is going to hit every single day, and even the best offenses in the league, the Yankees, the Met, they don't hit every single day, but they hit a lot, and they score a lot. And if the Twins want to be a truly elite offense, which I think they have the capability with, with health to be an elite offense, they have the talent. They're not lacking in talent, especially now that Alex Kirilov is up and looks better than he's looked since May of 2021 when I was at Target Field watching him just destroy the ball. They have the talent to do it. It's just a matter of executing, doing it, locking in with runners in scoring position and run scoring spots, realizing this could be your only opportunity to score runs you know, in that inning. And uh, you know, they just got to be more consistent. So if they can become more consistent, I feel much better about the offense. I feel much better about this team. But the, the danger that they're in is if they continue to do this, where they're kind of handing off wins and losses, they're middling here. If they continue to do this, I worry that as the White Sox start to not only play better, because they just have to. I mean, their offense is, is awake now, and they're going to start hitting, but also get into the weaker part of their schedule, which is mostly in the second half. You don't want the Twins to all of a sudden be dropping to third place. And they're, they're in first. I'm not saying that this has happened, and I've press the panic button many times this year already. So I'm kind of out of my taps on the panic button. But I do think like we weren't sure about this Twins team coming into the year. You know, like that's that's kind of what I remember is we weren't sure how this team was going to be. In Vegas, they're like an 80, 80 and a half, you know, 81 and a half over under. I said, I don't know, like they could be very good. They could be very poor. And this is somebody who, you know, follows the team religiously on a daily basis. I should have like a good idea of how the season could go. I didn't know. Like 2021, I thought they were going to be very good and they were terrible, but I didn't know this year and I, I can't even be wrong because I, I don't even know. I projected them, I think, for 86 wins, something like that. It's the optimist within me. And then in the spreadsheet, I have them winning 90, but I wasn't sure. Like from a competitive standpoint, I projected them to win 90 because I think that'll be enough to, to make the playoffs. And I went series by series doing that. But that's where my concern lies. It's, we're not working with a team that had a roster that was like so surefire. You know, and maybe that doesn't matter. Like I, I think of the White Sox, a roster that was that was really solid and won 90 plus games last year and you know, arguably got better in the offseason, adding Joe Kelly and Kendall Graveman to the bullpen. They're not working with that type of roster. And the, the twins have is they have in eight games over five hundred 
head start on Chicago. But if Cleveland's sticking around and they play the Twins tough and the White Sox start to win, you could see the Twins, you know, start to fall back in the standings. And that's my biggest concern here. It's not as much, I think the Twins are a bad team. I think they could be, you know, that 80-ish win team that we projected and that won games early on and played really well, but is ultimately going to, for the rest of the way, play like an 80-ish win team. And I I worry that might not be enough for the playoffs with some of these American League teams starting to get hot. There's going to be a lot of betting opportunities in this Cleveland series, and I want to talk to you about that Cleveland series after this word from BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your best place to go. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, go to BetOnline.net. There's going to be some great opportunities to play this Guardians Twin Series at Target Field, which is now setting up to be as big as it can be in June as the Guardians look to take first place in the American League Central. What a division. Go to BetOnline.net and go play this week. Should be a blast. So, yes, Cleveland can tie this on Tuesday and take the division lead by Wednesday. Uh, it's wild, but I'm not surprised because this division had, had question marks. And with the White Sox playing the way they have, there's even more question marks in this division. Uh, a reason I feel good about the Twins right now is because I think this offense is extremely dynamic if if Alex Kirilov is really back. And he looked, as I said, the best he's looked since May of 2021 this weekend. It's not only just the hard hit balls. I'm watching him, and to me, he just seems much more comfortable swinging the bat. There's more of like violence in his swing, the violence we saw in May of 2021. We did not see that down the stretch last year. We did not see that in his first 10 or 11 games in 2022. And maybe it's because I know his wrist is feeling better, and that's what he said, but I I can't help but notice he looks better, and he looks good, and I'm excited about Alex Kirilov. Like I said, I think I said this a couple episodes ago, people forget, man, Alex Kirilov was a top 15 prospect in 2019. Like you looked at Keith Law, I think had him ninth in baseball. Like this dude is extremely talented. He can hit and he can hit for power. He can hit to all fields. He's a special hitter. And if he's healthy, I expect him to be a special hitter, right? I mean, why wouldn't you? That's that's who he was coming through the minors crushed in the minors had one of the best seasons in 2018 one twins minor league hitter of the year was absolutely fantastic in 2018 and this wrist has just bothered him but when he's healthy he's insane I mean it's not Byron Buxton levels but it's like the same kind of verbatim when he's healthy mantra with Alex Kirilov he's going to step into this lineup and be a special left-handed bat when they get Jorge Polanco back I think you're really going to see that dynamic platoon where if it's a right-handed starter you have three legitimate really good left-handed bats and Luisa Rise, Jorge Polanco hopefully Polanco comes back healthy and is better Polanco proven good left-handed hitter Luisa Rise has been absolutely amazing this year and then Alex Kirilov and your fourth best left-handed hitter is Max Kepler maybe he's your fifth after Trevor Larnick so you have 
options there from the left side. And did I mention Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa are splitting them up, right? So, and then against lefties, you have Buxton, you have Correa, you have a lineup that should be able to hit left-handed pitching. Kyle Garlic's on a rehab assignment. He's coming back. This team should be dynamic offensively against both righties and lefties as soon as they do get healthy, as soon as Polanco is back. And I think you're going to see some of that right now. And that's the exciting part for me. I think with that will come consistency because what we saw a lot of is when guys were down, Kirloff's down, you know, guys are hurt, Correa was out, the last three spots in the order against a right-handed pitcher were Gilberto Celestino, Jose Miranda, and Nick Gordon. And I'm not talking down on those guys. You know, Celestino's had a great year, Miranda's looked better, and Gordon's been a fine utility player for them. But instead of those three, it might be Kepler, Gordon, and... Jeffrey, like it's just it changes because the lineup gets so much deeper and you might have max kepler batting seventh or eighth instead of fourth and that adds consistency to a lineup if you can rely on more than just buxton and correa and you can rely on alex kirilov and you can rely on and luis arise of course luis arise more than any of them has been the twins best hitter this year but you can rely on on more than just arise correa and buxton and when polo's back more than just those four take some of the pressure off those guys Put some of it on Alex Kirloff. Put some of that now on Jose Miranda, who's swinging a better bat. Maybe it's Spencer Steer in the future. Maybe Trevor Larnick figures it out here in June, and this lineup gets deeper. But I think even just with Kirilov, it's deeper, and it's better because he's instantly, instantly a middle-of-the-order bat and one of their better hitters. I mean, one of their best hitters and their second-best left-handed hitter, at least while Jorge Polanco's out in this lineup, could be potentially like season changing for this offense. And it's been a, a good offense thus far. Overall, the numbers are not even on a game to game basis. Overall, when you look at the numbers, it's been a good offense. It's right near the top of the league and batted ball data in, you know, OPS plus and batting average OBP. It's, it's in the, at least the top 10 for a lot of offensive categories across baseball. It can be more consistent. It can be better. And I think it can reach elite status on a, Game to game, series to series, you know, week to week basis for this lineup with Alex Kirilov healthy and in it. This is a big week for the Twins. Spreadsheet again. Here's what I got Cleveland, Colorado, six at home. I have the Twins going four and two. And to finish off June, I have them dropping three out of five to Cleveland at the end there. So four and two at home, three or two and three on the road is six and five. I have the Twins going through the end of June. I always have trouble with the numbers flipped around like that. Six and five through the end of June. Can they get it done? Then they have Baltimore, the White Sox, Texas, Milwaukee, the White Sox again, and then the All-Star break. I have the Twins at 52 and 42. At the break right now, they're 38 and 30. So that would be 14 and 12. To the break would put them 10 games over 500 going into the second half of the season. Enjoy this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Going to be fun. I'll be here. Guardians, Twins. Check out Locked On Sports Minnesota with Brandon Warren. Brandon and I break down most Twins games. Some nights I'm broadcasting here in Palm Springs. I do play-by-play. My dream, I don't know if you know, is to be the play-by... Oh, geez, I'm not going to do it sounding like that. To be the play-by-play broadcaster for the Twins one day. And I'm working on it out here in Palm Springs. Thank you for your support. Like, subscribe, comment on the channel. Thank you so much for watching. Let me know your thoughts and enjoy this weekend series. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen 
today. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.